Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 99 of the Weekly Canon Podcast. I'm back. I'm hosting this week, Steve. I'm joined with the lads. Ade, how you doing? Yo. Are you okay? Yeah, just hay fever's got me, man. No other ones. Right. Yeah, all right. I'm sure you're soldier on. Ife, how you doing, yeah, mate? Yeah, I'm good, man. Good, yeah. Gids? Yeah, bro, I'm blessed. Why does everyone sound so, like, just exhausted? Is everyone cool? Yeah, man. You know, you know. One of the top six rivals just dropped points. We should be buzzing. You feel, did we not expect it or are we moving like are we moving like it was a shock it's a team that they haven't beat in four games now so ok right let's get straight into it then I mean what did we make of well was it a fair result obviously it ended 1-1 was it a fair result in the end um, I personally think it was a game of two halves I think the first half Man United were all over them I think Wolves couldn't even get into rhythm like it literally Man United were dominating position and then Man United obviously made that chance with um, Rashford to Martial it was a very nice goal by the way mm. and then Man United just kept the ball like they weren't threatened I was thinking about any shots that they had to deal with in the first half couldn't think of any I didn't think Maguire or um, Lindelof were threatened Wambasaka was dealing with everything on his flank so I didn't have that much to worry about so I thought, yeah, the first half, I really thought Man United control. At that point, I thought, yeah, this is definitely three points. And then the second half came on. They brought on Adam Achorori. And that actually helped because no, I don't game. rate him. Yeah, I don't rate him, but he was an outlet. And I could see yeah. that they were using him as an outlet as, for, that, for their attacks. And so could it deal with him. Luke Shaw literally, I don't think he can defend. I don't think, I don't think he's a good left back, by the way. But yeah, Luke Shaw couldn't deal with him. And then... Yeah, a corner comes, they, they slap it to Nevis and he, he scores a wonder goal. And it's just yeah, man, I think I think the balance of it, I think I would say personally it was a fair result. I would say one one was a fair result. I predicted a one one and yeah, I say it's a fair result. Was it a good performance from United, would you say? Holistically. Nah. I thought nah. it was personally. No, nah, no, nah, nah. no way. You don't think? No way. I think no it was way. you know. I think today kinda of showed me that it's definitely going to be a top four race like 100% I think before I kind of doubted whether United were would have been able to to really challenge but I think they've got the, the quality in their team too because like look at Martial's goal mm. like that yeah, was an like, amazing goal like. see, so this, this, this is the thing though about United this is why like I kind of disagree with you a bit like yeah, this sense? game was kind of this, like, this game was kind of how I expect United to be unless I think like we said at the beginning um, of the season their mm-hmm. players exceed what their expectations because yeah like first half they played well and obviously they've got like the goal was very good like the two of them combined mm. but then after that goal that was kind of it and like I thought well, would I, you like, say they played bad in the second half I don't I, think I, they I played bad I don't think they played bad I think yeah, the second half they I think they like took a lot more pressure from Wolves after their goal. Yeah, they definitely goal. did. They definitely did, but, but, but they, I kind they, of ex- they didn't play bad. But like, it's the thing where you can 
you kind of got that feeling that they weren't really going to score another goal. Like the only mm. way they were going to score was through something like a penalty or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So that, I think that, and that's the problem. I that get that, but have. The, the way I see it, like Wolves were the home side. Wolves aren't a bad side either. So like, you know, I kind of expected, I kind of expected that really. Like I did not expect Man United to dominate the way they did in the first half. Yeah, mm. so my reasoning of why I think it was a poor performance is because maybe it's just the way I see football, but when you're on top like that, especially in the first half, mm. and you're playing a team like Wolves, you've got to kill it. Like they had, they were dominating position. They scored the goal, mm. and they were just dominating possession. That like I couldn't even think of any other chances that were man- manufactured in the second half. Mm. And I was just thinking to myself, like you've got to go for the jug. You've got to kill them now. That they, they were, they were afraid. It was clear to see because they couldn't even get out of their own half at one point. So mm. you've got to apply the pressure on. And then when you've let them go in, at, go in the second half, let the manager get into them and then come out they're going to come out a different team it's similar to what happened last season last season they went they went in half time 1-0 up McTominay scored second half they came out a different team they lost the game 2-1 mm. and I think it's it's just a lack of Man United like just killing the opposition and I think you know what, though? I feel like I feel like their performance was similar to ours in the sense that but I feel like theirs was more impressive because of their opponent and because they're away from home because if they yeah, scored but- that penalty that's three points yeah, I heard that. Do you know what I'm saying? But I'm, st- I'm still gonna, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna say it's a poor performance. But I would have said it's a poor performance. But at least they won the game. But okay, I think the performance yeah. was yeah. poor. Like yeah. I even, I we're gonna get onto Arsenal. But I was even speaking to you guys. I told you I think it was a poor performance. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. performance, irrespective of the result, the performance is still the, the same in my eyes. And I don't think they performed well. Mm. I think, I think one thing Oli's got to try and sort out is obviously there. It looks as though they're a counter-attacking side from what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. But they need to get out of the mindset of. When they win the ball back from Wolves, for example, or when they did win it in midfield, it's almost like Pope was like, all right, let me find a forward pass quickly. Or McTominay's like, all right, I need to find a forward pass quickly. And sometimes it's not on. You don't need to force moves. And everybody, Daniel James, Lingard, were all running into space. And it just wasn't on because Wolves were back into a comeback sort of shape. Mm. So the, the transit, the counterattack wasn't on. So sometimes you just got to lay it off and keep probing. In the second can, half... Can, what times, yeah, what examples can you give of that? Because I'm thinking of... The first half, I think Pogba sprayed it out to um, who was out wide? Was it Rashford? And then Rashford fizzing the ball for Martial, I'm, and then Martial missed more, it. More second half. Okay. Because there was a bit of um, there was a period in the game where it was a bit cat and mouse, like it was in between both sides. They couldn't read. Nobody could really keep the ball. Yeah. And that's in that um, point, I'm expecting United to take the upper hand and sort of start probing and starting applying and sustaining pressure. Yeah. Start trying to control the game and trying to find openings, but. I don't know. Maybe it's the mindset the team's in because obviously they're trying to catch teams um, um, on the counter attack, and you know everything's very fast, fast, fast. They need to start like just chilling and just start trying to maintain um, possession because the only real time United had real pre- um, possession was when the back four had it, like Maguire and Lindelof had it, and maybe yeah. and McTominay. So yeah, I think they need to sort it out. But overall, I thought Maguire was okay. Wambasaka was okay. I thought Wambasaka was good. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Was, I think it was better than okay. I thought it was good. Even going forward as well, like I think there was one free ball he tried to thread mm. to um, Jesse Lingard. Yeah, that was impressive. Yeah. There was another chance where he got a crossing for Jesse Lingard. Jesse Lingard missed hit. So like going forward, he's showing promises. Um, he recovered the ball a lot. So no, I thought he had a good game personally. Do you guys think Daniel James had a decent game? Yeah, I don't I think do. he, I don't think it was bad. He's getting slated online. 
don't think it was bad. No, I think, nah, I think, I think I'm all here for the agenda, but I've got to be honest. He had a decent game. I thought yeah, he was winning. He was winning a lot of fouls. Um, he was he was trying. And obviously, he's not he's not he's not a world beater. But there was one time he skipped his man, put a mm, ball in. Yeah, didn't really come to nothing. But yeah, I thought he had a decent game. I wouldn't say it was a bad game at all. No, I, th- I think, I think you got to right. remember this is his second this is his second game in the prem as well. Like. There's always going to be like right. adjusting periods and stuff like that. So I don't, th- I don't think he had a bad game. Guys, can can we talk about Ife? You said that um you you were going to watch Scott McTominay this match here. Can we talk about him? Like, what what was your? No, I'm not not even. I'm not even trying to be funny. <laughs> I'm actually not. But like, what is your guys? What do you guys think of him? What's your opinion uh, on what's going from, from from this game? Because obviously I wanted to watch him because obviously I hear a lot of United fans rave about him, and I honestly like when I watch United, I don't even pay attention to him. So I thought, okay, let me. Like watch him, and like today, like I don't know, like he, I wouldn't say he impressed me. Like he just he done like the like what I expect from a professional footballer playing centre mid. But then again, I also kind of feel like because he could, but then like you're also looking at it because Pogba, he's in the same team as Pogba, and like Pogba was kind of playing a deep role. Everything was kind of more coming to him. So at the same time, I kind of thought he he couldn't really do. Not that he couldn't do much, he couldn't do much more, but like what he, what he couldn't really do much because everything was going through Pogba. And like what he did, what he did do is not impressive. Like just picking the ball up, playing a simple pass. Like he, he didn't do anything that made that made, that made me see why United fans talk about him so much. But I don't, I don't know. I think he had uh, the best night. I think he's had better games because he is a decent player. I just don't think he's good. He shouldn't be playing for United for me. But he's, he's a steady Eddie, isn't he? He just gets about the pitch, does his job. You say he's, that he's, he's athletic, and he showed back in the last season that he can um, he can get in the box and contribute as well. So you say you say that you don't think he should be playing for Man United, but do you not think like he's a similar player to like Darren Flesser? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Do you not? I don't. No, Fletcher. Fletcher's he's um. Fletcher. He, he was he was a good tackler, man. He was he was more defensive minded in my opinion. He'd always what? break up play like. He was versatile as well. You put him on the right. If we used to put him on the nah, right, you guys are games, dragging it. So they put Ronaldo on the left. Dragon huh? what? What's, what are we doing? Fletcher was never this type of player that you might are trying to describe. What's what all was this? He, he so was, was a he? calm, steady Eddie that done his job and gave a seven out of ten every single game. That was Fletcher. Do you remember Berger used to put him, Jason Park in as well for big games? Yeah, and Fletcher will do it a, do a job. He will he do a job. Do. He, did a, he did a good defensive job for me. I remember they played, at one point they played a three midfield. It was him. Um, mm. Who was it? Was it Scholes and Anderson? Or Carrick? I remember there was there was a three because I remember I can't remember who it was, but someone was explaining like how Fletcher's role is the guy that breaks up play and he lays it off for like the more creative players like Scholes or Carrick or whoever. But he was very good at that. But um. McTominay, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't. You don't see that to Fletcher. I think. I think. I think he could. I think he's. I think. My assessment under um, McTominay was I was very critical of him. I used to think like, why is he in this team? But I watched him today. Um, there's. I can't give you a reason as to why he shouldn't be playing. Because yeah, the reason I asked, I was going to ask that. Do you do you not think Fred should be? More involved in yeah, their first 100%. team kind of setup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred over, over a McTominay, for example, because I'm not saying uh, like, I don't think he's a bad player personally. I don't think he's a bad player at all, but I don't, I don't see he doesn't do anything stand out for me. Like, and I feel like maybe Fred would be better at like 
making more progressive passes, unlocking the door a bit more. I don't know. I'm just, it's just an observation. I, I think no, Fred I f- too many risks, you know. Like, and he's too, um, he's he's too sloppy. Yeah, I think he's too sloppy. Like he's made mistakes where sometimes his touch is perfect. He'll dribble yeah. past two guys, make a nice pass, but next time he just gives the ball away in midfield and it's very hit and miss. So, so, so is okay. So McTominay is like lower risk, basically. Yeah, just, just safe, just safe. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. That's, that's, that's what that's what he looks like. That's fair enough. Can't complain. Um, should we should we talk about the whole penalty penalty thing? Because apparently, like the guys on Monday Night Football, like proper like going off about it. I think I think it's ridiculous. I actually think it's ridiculous. Like like regardless if it's a good save or not, yeah. First of all, I think it was a good save. Second of all, like you saw that Rashford said to him, Do you want to take it? Third of all, I think um apparently Ole um said that the two of them are like the two penalty takers. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Ole guy is not is he serious? No, he no. Serious? don't have a clue, man. No, but then again, like in in, that, in this situation, I I I gotta defend them because it's it's a thing where like if let's say like Rashford is the main penalty taker, like Pogba's like the second penalty taker. It's a thing where if like Pogba like wins the pen, he's most likely gonna take it because we like, that's we, not, we, like but we that's think not we, true. Like, we've seen it with like Laka and Aubameyang as well. Like sometimes like when if one of them like because we know like they're the two penalty like one like probably Laka's it's the first one and Aubameyang's the second one, but. Obviously, you see, you see, like if one of them wins it or something like that, or like the time when Lacquer wanted to give it to Abraham to build his confidence, he would just they'll just give it to the other person. So I don't. Think no, it's but that, that was that was one occasion. If ever since then, Abraham has taken every single penny, every single one. Oh yeah. Even yeah. when even, even when he missed at Tottenham, he, he took the he took the ball he took the ball again against Man United, put it away. When you have a penalty taker, you're the designated penalty taker. It's not about oh yeah, but yeah. That was only that one time because Laka was really low on confidence, so we can we understood it. But other than that, you when you're the designated penalty taker, you take the penalty. So what's all this? I got two men that take it. So when they got on the pitch, what are they meant to use? Who knows who's gonna take it? Yeah. You know what? Rashford's gotta take it, man. Rashford's got to take it. He's got to take it. He's a very good penalty taker. I like how he's got to take it. I honestly, I thought it was a good save. I didn't think it was a bad penalty. I don't know. I thought like... Sorry, I was just going to say, I feel like with that type of penalty, if you go the right way, keeper saves it. And I think that's the the, the problem with... Yeah, because Rashford, he doesn't give you that opportunity. He will smash it. Yeah. Yes. And even if you go the right way, he, the ball's gone too quick for you to get there. That's his type of penalty. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Then again, like we like we also saw that that Rashford actually asked him, "Do you want to take it?" So I don't feel like so like like what is Pogba to say? Like, no, you take it. Like, it doesn't. Like, no, like, that's not what happened. What happened was Pogba goes up to Rashford. Rashford is going to the ball. Pogba goes up to Rashford. I don't know what's said. And Rashford said, what, you want to take it? As if maybe Pogba's initiated, he wants it. And Rashford's not going to kick up a fuss. Rashford's a 21-year-old kid. If Pogba, if a senior player's saying he wants to take it, he's going to let him take it. So he lets him take it. And and then Pogba misses. And it would have been worse if, if Rashford was like, no, 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 I'm taking it. It would have looked like they're having a fight. So mm. just to keep the harmony, Rashford says, you know what, if you, if, you're, if you want it, take it. I don't think Rashford's too fussed about who takes it. He just wants the team to win. And Pogba misses so I think from now on we know he's on the penalty duty. So we, we don't think this is sort of a, an agenda, you know, to force his move to Madrid, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope so. 
Oh, man. All right, shall we move on to the other Manchester club? Controversial game at the Etihad. 2-2. Probably the most strangest of games because City absolutely hammered Tottenham. They had 30 shots, I think, in total. Oh, yeah. 30 shots, 10 on target. Ridiculous. But, um... Spurs had, like, three shots or something like that as well, isn't it? I can't lie, wait. That is wasteful. 30 shots, 10 on target. Yeah, yeah. Second half, first first 15 minutes of second half, City were just on bounce, honestly. They were making like five or six chances and they're just being like so sloppy and final pass was poor and blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, was it um, the VAR decision? That's what I wanted to discuss, first of all. Bollocks, Has anyone man. got any qualms about it? It was bollocks. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, got qualms yeah. about it, 100%. I thought it was absolute bollocks. Not gonna lie. I thought it was rubbish. Of course. Man. Why? It was rubbish. But based on the new rules, that's that, that is, handball, like you that, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First and foremost, let's talk about the first initial one. Because exactly. when man's getting wrestled in the box. Yeah, yeah, that's a penalty. That's what's what's yeah. VAR so, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. did VAR check that decision? That's what no. I don't understand. No. So why? Um, I, I, no, I no. So I listened to um, the referee they bring into Sky Sports. Sky apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Well. He said that because um, the ref saw it and he didn't deem it a penalty, they just didn't investigate it. Then this this system is flawed. No, no that's but then flawed, they said, but, no, but no, no. The, reason, the reason why, but he said the reason why they did, why that happened is because. They still want. They don't. They don't want to be overruling the ref, in it. So they thought they want to give the. They at the end of the day, they said they want the ref to still be like the main, the main but decision if, maker. But so I, thought the, ref- I thought the reason they're bringing in VAR is to be making the correct decisions. So if they've seen that the ref has made a wrong decision, should VAR not be involved? Is that not how it's supposed to work? Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, by that point, by the time I don't know how it works in terms of like how they focus on it, but I feel like. When the commentators started really looking at it, I think like 45 seconds had passed and the game had moved on. So it's like, how can you blow the whistle and then just go Bruh, back? And the penalty this is, is what gone. I'm saying. Like, there's, there's just issues with this team, man. Because that last goal, listen, oh, it annoyed me so much. It annoyed me so much, man. I've I've no I've no issues with the with the with the with the penalty. I totally, I I kind of do agree, but based on what they said, I kind of see why. But I feel like, yeah, but it's it's just it was too it was too quick. But with the second. With the second decision, it's it's not it's not even VAR's it's not even VAR's fault there. It's the it's the new handball rule. The new that's that's new handball rule, and they've said that they're gonna check every goal. And I think I think that's good that they check every goal. And they they check the goal and they said this has happened through the through the new rule and it got ruled out. I think so. The new handball rule, to be clear, yeah, is that if the ball hits your hand, regardless of where it's intentional or not, it's handball. Yeah, yeah. that's the rule. And it leads to a goal. And it leads to a goal. What do you mean that needs to go? So like if so if the if um the ball hits a player's hand in the yeah. build up in the lead to a goal, then it can be so ruled what, up. So if it's not if it's not in the lead to a goal, it can't be ruled up. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm exactly. asking. Is is that is that correct then? No, so if it's not what you're saying yeah, like what you're saying makes it so like so if, then this is just this is ridiculous. This is silly. But then but but, but how's that ridiculous then? Because then if it hits your hand, then what? Fam, it's time ball. Handball yeah, is handball, and, 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 and handball should be handball. Why is it if yeah, it if it leads no, to a goal, it's it's deemed okay? It's yeah, let's not play. No, but you see, but, rubbish. No, because no, but, but basically, if if the referee sees if the referee sees that it's City's hand, obviously the referee's going to call it. But then, obviously, because it led to a goal, they've looked back at the goal and they've seen it's hit it's hit his hand in the build up. Obviously, yeah, like, I'm not going to lie, like, it's, it just sounds like waffle to me, man. I'm obviously, like, do you like, know what? Like, VAR is not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna 
tell the referee to pull it back because it hit um it hits a player's hand in the build up to something else that didn't lead to a goal. If the ref sees it, then but if that's it. the rules and that should be the rules, what is all but, this grey area? So what, if, it's, so, so if, what, if they want to make it black and white, make it black and white. If it's handball, so, it's handball. That's it. So basically, so what you're saying is you want handball, you want VAR to stop even like to 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 to, to rule things even like in the midst. I don't. Of, do you know what? If if that's what it's for. Then let it be for what it's for. Why is it? Why do you now pick and choose when it makes sense or not? But it's not because it's it's like it's it's like saying if the ball if they if a team is building up play or something and it hits a player's hand, if the ref sees it, he's gonna call it handball. But if the ref doesn't see it, the VAR is not gonna say, oh, it's handball, call it back and then. Do you know what? what? We're just we're just going back and forth. What's the point of that? It's not that deep. Honestly, it's not that deep, but. As for that actual incident, I feel like it was harsh and I feel like City were robbed, if you ask I w- me. I wanted to um, discuss, um, I think Giz brought it up last week, but like, Gabby J and Aguero. Like, for me, I said last week that I feel like Aguero has not come back looking as sharp from um, the Copa America. And that's, I also said that he looks like he's running through mud at times because, you know, I don't know, maybe he's losing that sort of that sharpness, but who do you think should be their nine for now, anyway? I Based think it has to be Aguero, man. Aguero? I think so. Uh, you, especially, like he, he had a good season last year as well. He, he had a good season last season as well. I don't think you can just drop him like that. Obviously, like it's better to let go of your stars, like your aging stars, a year early than a year too late. But I don't think he's... I don't think Aguero has shown anything to say that he should be dropped as of yet. Obviously, like I get like what, what you're saying is, is valid criticism, but that you can probably at the moment you can attribute that to preseason. But if we if we get into like October, November now, and it's still the same and yeah. he's not really scoring, then I'm I'm definitely I, here for it. But if not, Gabby's look like he's come back with a vengeance uh, um, from this summer. I heard um, that he had a really good Copa America. And he looks really, really sharp. Like when he came on against Spurs, he was tenacious. He was winning everything. He was linking up play, and obviously had a nice finish for the goal as well. So I'm just it made me think like maybe he's got to start coming into the team a bit more because I feel like Aguero is just. Was there a period last season where they played um, both of them, or was it the season before? It was the season before when they started playing like played... three five two or something like that. Mm, uh... Uh, they should not. I don't think it's not worth changing the system for. Aguero still scored as well in that game as well. So, like, it was a nice goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, by like, that, I, I wasn't too pleased with his performance. Steve, you, you were talking. No, I didn't say that. No, I was done. You said you weren't happy with his performance. Yeah, I wasn't happy with his performance. I felt as though. Yes, it's uh, Aguero. Sorry? Yeah, Aguero. So, like, when when the ball's played into him and he has a loose touch, he just he's almost like, oh, you know what, fuck it, like, you guys get the ball back and give it back to me again. I don't like that. I really don't Aguero, like that, especially Aguero, the way... Like, I hear that, but Aguero, I'm looking at his stats now. He scored 20 goals in the last five Premier League seasons. At least 20 I know, goals. I know, I know. I know, you but I'm talking more but I think Gabriel Jesus I started to give up on him because I thought oh this guy like he's starting to be one of them guys that just comes on for five minutes and does a bit there here and there and gets a few goals here and there but he's looked really sharp so I don't know what Pep's thinking but especially after that heated um, argument they had the other day well 
I'm 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 gonna be team my guru, I'm not gonna lie. Like he's he's a world class goal scorer, now, so that's just how I see it. But I have no problems with like him being rotated. Yeah. If Jesus is looking good, don't like don't not play him at all. I think rotation's good. That's how I see it personally. Yeah, it's really rotation can mess up the flow sometimes. Mm, that's, true. that's true. That's true. Yeah, um, uh, I, I play Aguero until I'm proven otherwise, man. Because Aguero's already got two Premier League goals in two matches. He continues to he continues to score. Obviously, we're talking about his performances and this and that. But it's it's I don't know, man. It's two games in, like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think we can read too much into it. Aguero is gonna get you goals in it. Like he's gonna be, he's gonna get you a hat trick in a game where you're struggling. So Aguero is just a madness. He's an absolute uh, crazy he, guy. He, so he scored sorry? 51 goals against top six opposition. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that as well. I don't, it's not surprising. He's been doing it. So Aguero doesn't stop playing until he's had a catastrophic season. In my opinion, he's still the first name on the team sheet for me. Well, not the first, but one of the first. Yeah. And um, what about Kevin De Bruyne? Can he break? Yeah. Can, can he, he break what? world record? The assist record, twenty assists. What's he on now? Three. Yeah, he can break it. Of course he can. Yeah, of course he can. If he's he took a whole seat, I don't know if he will. I think it's way too. It's two games in. Way too early to say, but of course he can. The guys, a if machine. He, if, he, if he continues how he's playing, I think he will break it. I can't. He's a freak. He's a freak. What, what season was it where he, he could break it and he'll get double? What? I think you'll get 40 years off there. That's for C. You always have to lose it every time. Wait, we haven't, we haven't dash checked to the Spurs game. Alright, you take us away. No, I, I wasn't saying it for me to do it. I was just saying that we ain't done it. Did you watch the game? I didn't yeah, watch I it. Yeah, I watched it. I watched the night story. Okay. Um, yeah, City, City started off strong. City started off strong. Um... And then what happened? Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. So yeah, City started strong. Obviously, Kevin De Bruyne does that badness. They get the goal. And then I don't know what City are doing when when they restart because they restart and they, they're moving like they just like they're moving shaky. <laughs> like, I was mad confused. Like they actually look shaky. And then I'm seeing Lamella bursting through the, the middle of the park and he slotted it. And I had to ask the question Edison's position and I don't know why he's there. Like- he, I think he forgets he's a goalkeeper sometimes. I don't know what that was. I was so confused as, as to why he was there. Like even at the time, I was thinking, "Well, there's a lot of space yeah. towards the le- towards the left side of the goal, and you just put it there." I was like, "Raw." I was my clean sheet points gone, and then cool. So then, um, yeah, the game wears on, and then Man City just go back into back into gear again. And I, you know, Kevin De Bruyne is a big, big part of how they play, but it's yeah. very weird because. They didn't have him a lot of the time last season, so it makes me think: How did they actually do it last season? Because you think up, I think. I don't even know if it was. No, it must have been a collective thing, man. Because it was, it was, it was. But Bernardo Silva, like, it wasn't that much of a drop off, in my opinion. Ah, uh, I don't know, man, because the way they play from but Kevin De Bruyne, yeah, it's like you would think he's like without Kevin De Bruyne, it would destroy something in the team. Like, you know how like Kante's the strip. Like he's so influential with Chelsea yeah, if he's not yeah, there. But with Kev- Kevin De Bruyne, we don't see that. But when he's playing, it's like everything goes through him. So I was just thinking, raw. Um, like a conductor. He's special. Like, like, he's, he's always putting hand gestures up to like the centre back. Bro, like, do that. Do that. Where, like. do, where does Kevin De Bruyne play? Because he covers every area of the pitch. I, I swear to you. He I was just in that game. 
He would play, he would be on the right, putting the crosses in. He would be in the middle of the park. You see him tracking back. You see him on the left sometimes. He covers everywhere. Do you, do you know, do you know what? I feel like his I feel like his physical ability is actually very like underrated. Like we don't think he has it. Like we like obviously for someone like Pogba, we say he's got like a he's got a good engine on him and stuff like that. But I feel like KDB's is it's probably as good as any other centre mids in the league. Like he like like Gid said, like there were so many times when um they gave the ball to Bernardo, like Bernardo would kind of like hold the ball up and then you'll just see like um the boy making a run down the right channel, then um, Bernardo would play the pass to him and then like KDB would like put a cross in or do something else or like beat a man, like it's he's special man. Yeah, he's a special player, honestly. Yeah, like, man, I think he yeah, might be. for me. For I me, he is. might be. Yeah, I think he's in a Van Dyke obviously is a shot too. Um, but yeah, KDB. For me, I'd say it's KDB. Yeah, um, man, man, Monday Night Football. Gary Neville and um, Carragher were trying to compare KDB's crosses to Beckham and um, Gerrard and that. What do you guys think? Like, do you think he's off their level? Maybe not Beckham. I don't know about Be- Beckham. Beckham was he was serious, man. Beckham's whips were serious. <laughs> I honestly think Beckham's. Beckham's crosses no one's ever going to come close I'm sorry yeah, Beck, like, Beckham's wits were serious there's one Ronaldo assist I can remember was it a, was it Ronaldo oh yeah yeah um, pin yeah, playing bro I think, I don't know what you're talking about Pin Ronaldo yeah, yeah. Uh, but, pin, but you know what? Kevin De Bruyne just whips it so hard like, and it's on the money and it's on the money it's on your foot like, no no I, I can't, I can't <laughs> lie I have, I have to think I feel like we're saying no one can compare to Beckham because of, of nostalgia. But I feel no, like... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, Sorry, not, I'm, not, no, no. I'm not saying KDB's is better or anything, but I feel like you can compare it because, like, KDB, his crosses are serious, man. Like, and they're on, and they're, they're the variety ones. Like, do, are I, we I just talking got... about crosses or are we talking about long-range passes to you as well? Yeah, what was the question? Was it passing it was, or crossing? It was, it was crossing. It was, it was just it was, crossing, yeah. It was specifically crossing, yeah. Okay, if, if, if it's specifically crossing, I guess you can... You give the edge to Beckham, but like, I think I feel like you can compare KDB's man like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just losing it from the yesterday's game, but that get like especially the first, the first Sterling's goal, like that was scary. Just, it? it he just like he yeah. done it without thinking. Do you know what, just, he, he just ran onto it, slapped it, and he was just there. Do you know what the scary? Do you know what the scary thing about his one is? Is that his one comes with more intelligence because I don't see how he sees that. He doesn't even look up. He literally get, he look he looks up first before he receives the ball. He gets the ball and he doesn't look again. He just kicks it there. So do you know? Do you hear what he said about it? He said, "Um, uh, I'm paraphrasing." So he says, "Sometimes I know, and sometimes I guess." I think he said with I think he said with the first with um, Sterling's goal, he knew obviously his teammates said they told him that they'll make the run. So he just put it there, knowing that Sterling will make the run, and then. Another, and then for like Aguero's goal, for example, he kind of saw the run, so that's so that's when he played it. I don't think people are giving Sterling enough credit for that finish as well. That was a great header. So I've been telling guys about that Sterling. That was a great man. header. Like Sterling, Sterling didn't even score headers, does he? He doesn't really score headers. but that yeah. was a great header. It was. It was. It was a striker's finish. Back across goal. That was fantastic. Striker's finished up. But that's what Sterling's on, man. What's so crazy about Kevin De Bruyne as well? Because I remember seeing highlights from his um, his last season at uh, was it Wolfsburg? Wolfsburg, um, yeah. He was playing as a ten. Oh uh, no! 
out and up then. And he was making movements. He was doing a little final third intricate passes. He was linking play. He was scoring a lot of goals. Yeah. And I never saw this uh, like, as a part of his game. Like, he was never this sort of... He was playing as a 10 until Thingy came, until Pep came. Didn't mm, Pep transition yeah. into a, to a centre mid? Yeah. Good. Yeah, what? Were you, you asked me to say something? No, no. no, no, no. Oh, do, you think, do you think he has a better ball than Pogba? Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. Does he actually, though? I think he like, does, he does. I don't know. I feel, I feel like I'm... I proper feel like I'm being a prisoner of the moment, but, like... Oh, no, Pog- I can't the thing is, think about the passes that you've seen Pogba. Yeah, I am. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I think. I think. I think. Pogba has been like Pogba can play like Pogba plays more than like extravagant passes, like the one against Cameroon for Giroud, when he just slapped it out of nowhere. But like, I don't know. Pop- Pogba's way of pass is nice, man. I can't lie. I'm thinking about some of his assists. You just drill it and put it on your chest. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That video yeah. that you sent the other day, kids. Yeah, his way of pass is nice. Yeah. But KDB, I, I think maybe because KDB does it more, like he's more consistent with it. Maybe that's why I'm giving it. To I him, think, but. I think, I think KDB does too many out. Like, I don't know if you guys, Steve, you'll probably remember. I think it was um Stoke at home. He played a ball to Leroy Sane that took. Was it Stoke? I can't remember oh, it Stoke. Newcastle. Was it Newcastle? They won like 7-2. Oh, no, it was Stoke, 7-2, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He played an, an absolute... The ball he played, yeah, didn't yeah, make any sense. sense. Like, Leroy Starnish should not have got... like, But it was perfect weight, perfect execution, the vision, everything. And it's like, I see I see time and time again Kevin LeBron do passes that I'm like, how did he even see that? With Pogba's one, we slightly see it. But it's just the execution and everything is mad, like even to make the ball. But the boys, when I don't see them, I don't I actually, like watching the game, I don't see it. So for me, that's why I say Kevin the boys won as well. We'll put this on the Twitter Twitter poll and then we'll put the, the clip of that um that pass as well that we're talking about. Yeah, we'll do that. Let's move on to um, City's, well, so called rivals for the title, Liverpool. They had a, a grueling match against Chelsea midweek went into extra times they won on penalties in the end then had to go away to Southampton which is a tough place to go to to would be historically anywhere they've managed to win Mane delivers again um, a bit of a scare though based on the highlights I saw it looked like they could have thrown it all away Ings yeah. like a sitter they've looked um, a bit I don't know I, I want it's, obviously it's very early to say but they haven't looked as great defensively so far Apparently in pre-season as well as a bit of an issue. They looked a bit shaky at times defensively, yeah. which is very unlike Liverpool. Well, comparing it to last season, it's unlike Liverpool. So, do you think it's got anything to do with the fact that he keeps changing the back four? It could be. It could be. It could be. I can't it's think good. of anything else really, because it's it's near enough the same personnel at a club. They didn't yeah. really do much transfer business, so. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's strange. It's a strange. I think, I think. I think it. I think that could be a factor. But then I also think, for I, like me personally, I think I said this last one or something. I do feel like they were too good defensively, and especially like I just don't think they're going to be as that great. But I still think they're going to be good. If that makes sense. Mm. Why though? Why do you think that? I, I don't I don't know I don't know I, I think just feel uh, like, is it is it um, like Steve you're the one that said it. I think yeah it was you that said it last season that Liverpool 
that is not their level. Like that is mm. that was City's level. That is not Liverpool's level. So maybe what FS thinking is like that was just not their level in terms of like what they were doing. They're yeah, not going to be able to sustain that high level like, over, defense. They're, over- you know, they're overachieving there. Yeah. You know what it is though. The more times I think about it, it's just that Salah and Mane and Trent and um, Robertson and Van Dijk obviously as well. Those four, like five. Yeah. I just think like how do defenders just how do you sustain keeping Sun, um, Salah and Mane quiet for 90 minutes, first of all? Because yeah. I feel like they're a nightmare. Like, watching them play, they're always moving, always making that... Um, and Firmino. And Firmino. And Firmino. He's and Firmino, man. And then, if not them, you've got these guys that just put it on a sixpence every single time they get the ball. And then you've got someone as solid as Van Dyke. So you're just going to put so much pressure on the opposition. I feel like they'll win the majority of their games. Unless they have a bad day, obviously. But I think the only thing for them is just mentality, innit? If they can keep like winning games, because City are obviously going to keep winning if we're being realistic. Mm. Whether they can keep up, I, I think they can. I think they can. Honestly, like they they last season they showed what they're about. This season they've started well. Obviously, maybe Southampton T one is not ideal. Um, Allison was it? Not Allison. What's his name? Adrian. Um, I <laughs> with the the mad the madness at the back there. Oh, I don't know what that was about crossing me my points I was fuming <laughs> I was absolutely fuming when I saw that but um, no I do expect Liverpool to still be up. it's, it's going to be Liverpool and City well City then Liverpool in my opinion Liverpool they've got too much quality man way too much quality Yeah. but saying that if they do get a, an injury to one of the front three uh, I don't know I don't know because I don't think they've got good enough replacements well, not not to this not to the same level anyway. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Sorry, are you talking about the front three or the back? Liverpool, Liverpool's front three. three. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. One more question I wanted to ask is um, Mane. Is he um? Is he one class. of the best? Huh? World class. No, no, no. Well, I think we know he's world class. It's just where is he in terms of best players in the Premier League? Oh, if he's Ooh. world class, then he's one of the best. Is he top three? Is he better than Sterling? I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You think he's better well, than Sterling? Yeah, comfortably. I think he's better than Sterling. Comfortably. Nah, he's not. I don't think he is, you know. Nah, because I'm thinking about if I'm picking a team, I'm picking Sterling over. I'm picking Mane because Sterling has man. Sterling has refined his game. Like the type of game Sterling has now, it's, he's proved me wrong. Like I thought he couldn't do some certain stuff, but he's doing that. So when did the money come to the league? When did the money come into the league? Uh, twenty fourteen. So was was Sterling still at Liverpool then? Yes. Yeah. How long was he at Southampton? Two, two years. Probably a year or two years. Yeah, they 14, bought, 15, 16, Yeah. He was doing they bought madness. him. They bought. They bought him with the Sterling money. I think. Because I'm 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 trying to think. Because consistency plays a massive part in this, isn't it? Sterling has been doing it for a minute. You know what? On his level, I though. Think, I, think, uh, I think they've both had around the same kind of consistency levels since they've come in, since they've both been in the league at the same time. Like they've both gone through that period where like they were good but a bit inconsistent in like finding the back of the net. Then they both all of a sudden snapped and just became like... Yeah, Mane is a monster right now. I, no, Sterling's it's, it's weird, like, I, I fear... I fear Mane more 
But I feel I feel like I think Sterling's better. No, I think it's Mane, man. Like, why, why do you think, think it's Mane? I think he's more built to be in... And like, If I think of any team in world football, I think Mane could okay. play. Okay, on that basis of an argument, I fully hear you because that's one of the things I have to question about Sterling. So I fully get that. Yeah. I fully why do you get that? Why do you question about him? I question it because I feel like the way he plays and the way it suits City, it's like I don't see him going to Real Madrid and being able to replicate the same game. Yeah. I don't know why. And I don't... Oh. It's I don't think he's got this individual brilliance. Like, like you see the way Mane just. You're disrespecting Sterling. What are you talking about? You're disrespecting Sterling. I feel like you're you're letting what you saw at Liverpool in these early City days still kind of cloud your job. Because that's how. That's kind of. No, I don't. That's the thing. I see uh, Sterling in a whole new light now, honestly. But I feel like that still plays in the back of your mind because. I don't see why you think he won't be able to go to someone like Real Madrid and replicate what he's doing. It's the goals he's scoring. It's the positions he finds himself in because the place he's playing around that allows him to. It's all of these little things that like... But is he still making those runs though? Yes. Yes, but... I don't know how to put into words. I honestly don't know how to put into words. I'm not discrediting what he's doing. But you but feel like, like the system plays a heavy part in it. Basically. Yeah, but I don't want to just say the system plays a part because it just sounds the easy cop out. No, 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 no. I, I understand need to explain what, what I'm saying. It's, it's, you're, you're not saying it's fully the system. It's not 100 percent the system. Yeah, it's not all. the system. But, but it does like... help. That's what you're saying. It yeah. does help. I don't think. I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing to say. I, like, I don't like, disagree with that personally. Like, for example, do we see the exact same Sterling we see for England? I know, obviously, oh. we don't see a lot of England games like every year and that, so it's quite tough. But like, I see a different level. England are playing what? What position were they playing Sterling in? I feel like they they weren't utilizing him in the, in the, in his best role anyway when he plays for England. Yeah, but they had played him as a as a ten, innit? That's that's not that's not what he's yeah. about. Yeah, you play Mane as a ten. I think he's still he's still threatening, man. I don't know. No, man. I don't know. He's still threatening, I... but not like he's not as effective. I'm seeing Mane like get off the left, beat two guys, one two flick. Bins, like he's to do that. Do you know what? Do you know the difference is? I think Mane's got this kind of unstoppable yes. force nature yes. about him. Yes. So like when, when Mane picks up the ball, yeah, and he starts taking man on, it's, it's long. It's long, yeah, it's long, it's long. Wait, wait, so wait, Sterling, hold on. Sorry, wait. sorry. Wait, Steve, so what? Like you think do you do you still think Salah's better than Mane? No, no, yeah, I completely take that back. Like oh, if okay, you okay, asked okay. the chat in the chat the other day, who's my favourite player at the moment? Mm-hmm. And I said Mane, innit? Yeah. Like, the last See, six I'm, to nine months, I've completely changed my mind. Like, I love Mane. Okay. My favourite player. I'm in, I'm, in two, I'm in two minds about the Salah Sterling, um, Salah Mane thing, because although Mane has this unstoppable nature, yeah, Salah nets. And I know it's, it's, it's not just netting. It's not just netting, but, like, I think... I, I, I don't know I kind of downplayed it when I saw that first season I thought, is Salah... Is he, mm, is he really that guy? He's he done it again. I thought he was going to do it again this season. Like, he's he's talented. Salah's a very talented player, so I'm still back and forth. But I don't have any qualms with someone saying money now. I think there was a period of time when I was like, no way. But I get I it. I swear from I early. Get. I swear from I early. I do Listen, get it, yeah. I do it's get not it. just a, the way money plays. It's different. Yeah, I do get it. I do fully understand it. But I just feel like Salah, there's, he's quality. He's quality, man. Because if it was so easy, like... Because I, I, see, I see people say sometimes oh, it's a bit fluky and all this kind of stuff. 
everyone will be doing it. Mm. No, I'm not taking anything away from this game. Not you, not you, not you. But I see like sometimes this. online people are like, oh, but the goals he's scoring, they're not even this, they're not even that. But it, it takes a talent to be able to do what he's doing. Yeah, he's tenacious. Like, he's always in the like, same positions. There's something I see about Salah sometimes which annoys me. Like, he gets threaded through mm. and he'll be on. He will be coming off the right-hand side and he'll be turning in. Mm. And he'll do the same shot every single time where he tries to place it with his left foot. Mm. And it's like, the keepers know this. Like, they know he's one damn... On that side, honestly, he just passes he's trying to, and the keepers always save it and it's like I just look at him and I'm like if man is in that position yeah I just feel like he's going to do something more saucy like I don't know for me Sun is very good yeah mm. but I feel like he's just plain he's just pl- he's just bread and butter man mm. I need some I need some Perry sauce there's no Perry <laughs> Marley gives you that sauce I hear yeah, that he gives me that sauce man I hear that I hear that Perry sauce you know fair 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 but Mane top three in the league I don't know if I could say that um, I would say De Bruyne I would say oh, are we talking right that. now or are we talking holistically like what what are we saying I'm saying I'm saying holistically yeah I'm going to say so like o- overall is I'm Mane top three in the league I wouldn't mind saying De Bruyne Mane Sterling what better De Bruyne Mane Sterling what Sterling better than Salah Oh yeah, Sterling's better than Salah. Okay. Yeah, all right. In my opinion. I'll take Sterling on this. Yeah, I think I'll take Sterling. Are you talking attackers or are you talking like... Do you know what? This is very subjective, isn't it? Because I always base it on attackers. Yeah, I'm always going to be biased. Yeah, so I'm not going to put Van Dijk down. But yeah, he'll definitely get amazing. Like, even technically, I think he's amazing, so... Mm, Okay. Should we move on to the Gooners? Yes, I have a lot to say. You have a lot to say, yeah? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, from the way, man. Uh, do, you know, do you know what it is? It's because I watched, I really watched that game. I saw the other games. I don't think I, apart from today, like, I didn't really catch them like that. So, um, yeah, with Arsenal, with Arsenal now, so obviously we won the match 2-1. Um, I think we started well. First half was good. We had a lot of the possession. Um, but we couldn't really break Burnley down which was frustrating it was very frustrating we didn't really have that many clear cut chances in the first half Um, who scored the first goal Lacazette from uh, Ceballos corner that was a good goal I thought that was a good goal Lacazette showed what he's about he's you know just determination got the goal Um, how do we concede again how did we um, oh, W.E.S. Um, it was W.E.S. mistake, isn't it? Yeah. Would you say it's a mistake? No, that's not W.E.S. mistake. No, no. Okay, not W.E.S. mistake, but he should have been more aware, it's, in my opinion. It's a bit of a mistake because um, I think I was watching Adrian Clark. He said that, he, like, if when you when you look at it again, Ashley Barnes, like, kind of fooled him with his run. Like, like Barnes made, like, a run and he stopped. And then, like, um, Luis kind of fell for it. And then, like, and then that's why he was still on side for the goal. But then again, like, it is a bit harsh because it did take a bit of a deflection. It took a deflection from Socrates and it landed like in his path. So like, it's a bit unlucky, but at the same time, like... Okay, fair. So that went in. Second half now, Pepe comes on, just provides a bit of quality that we needed. He was running at Burnley. Um, Aubameyang's goal came from just... Aubameyang just shows what he's about in it. Like, I think it's very obvious that Aubameyang should be playing on the left and not the right. First half, he was playing on the right. He was hardly in the game. Second half comes now. 
on the left. Sebas wins the ball. Um, yeah, he wins the ball. Aubameyang just shows what he's about to do next. And we end up winning the game. It was not our best performance. No way. Um, Burnley, who are normally like very compact, they kind of like pressed us. Like they made it very uncomfortable for us to play. Um, yeah. They were bombarding yeah. us with crosses. It was, it was, it wasn't a typical Burnley performance, which I was a bit surprised about. So I was impressed with how we coped with it. Gunduzi, Willock, they were good. Um, yeah, overall, it wasn't our best performance, but I think three points at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. So Bios, Jesus Christ, what a performance. When was the last time we saw an Arsenal player dominate a match like that? Honestly. You know what, it's been a minute. We, we've been deprived of quality. We've been we real. Have. We have been. We have been, especially in the centre of the park. Yeah. So, yeah, I was very, very impressed with Ceballos. Obviously, it is very early, only a second game in. Um, but, yeah, good signs, man. Good signs. What, you what feel like, I don't know if it's just me, but with Ceballos, like, he's a bit... Obviously, technically, he's very good, but you feel as though he's a bit, like, unorthodox. In what sense? Uh, his stance and, like, how he strikes the wall. Like, I'm not sure what he's going to do sometimes. But it's not good. Like, when he was doing that... He did that skill sometimes, you know, when you've got two guys coming and you sort yeah. of in between both feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the the thing. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, even that, yeah. it didn't even look fluid to me. I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure about this guy, but he's a baller. He's a baller. I feel like I was be, not being hot. I feel like I was like, my expectations of him were a bit different. Because like obviously I haven't really watched him before and I didn't really watch Real Madrid last season. So I kind of, in my head, I kind of imagine he'll be a bit more of a final third player, kind of like picking the ball up, threading and stuff like that. And obviously he didn't really do that. And you know what? I'm not, I don't think that's, I think that's fine that he's not like that because having that in the midfield. He's capable. Because I saw some highlights at the under 21 um, Euros, I think it was. And he's he's very capable of playing those kind of balls that they're talking about in the final third. Yeah, well, that's good. and that's obviously that's going to be a good thing to have. But then, like, also it's been a, it's a, been a while that we've had someone. That's always that's always kind of been our been our problem in recent years, having that creative spot in the middle of the pitch. Because yeah. then, like, since Santi left, like, we, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we've always had Özil, and we know Özil can play those kind of balls. But in the middle of the pitch, when we're needing that quality, we need someone who can do a little feint drive the ball up, create, like, give them that creative ball. Like, so do you know what's funny? That was, sorry, sorry, in fact, sorry, finish. That was really me, go on. No, I, I finished, basically. Um, there was one point at the match where um, he said he misses Xhaka. And I understood it, yeah, but then I thought about it, and I thought at the same time, yeah, if Xhaka's on the pitch, the way he would have been getting pressed, he would just be losing the ball. Yeah. Do you not agree? Yeah. yeah. Sabas yeah, is press probably. resistant. Very press resistant. Like, he, he can... He's got good feet, magic feet. Mm-hmm. When I said I think- that I missed Jacka, I was saying it in the, on the basis of that. Like, it got to a point where we were just getting, we couldn't c- c- take control of the game. Like, I don't know if it was it second half of, I can't remember what half it was, but second half. we needed, we just needed to take it down a gear. We just needed to start probing. We needed to start playing the ball around the park, and mm-hmm. that's Jacka's forte. He knows how to like get the ball, play it, play it to the right players as well. That's what Jacka does well. So I was saying and, in that sense that like, okay, I wanted him on the pitch just because Gwendouzi for me sometimes sure is a bit, yeah, he's a bit of a headless chicken, isn't it? But I like him, he's got great potential, but I, that, we were just we needed someone to just control it a bit. And mm. yeah, obviously Willock is a young guy as well, so Bales is not really his game. So yeah, that's what I was saying. Is, um, 
What, what do you make of that? <laughs> Nicholas Pepe's um, 45 minutes. I don't think he's fit. Huh? I don't think he's fit, but... Okay, I'm, I'm, I was hoping you said that. I was, I was scared you guys were going to go, oh my God, he was sick as Umbro, because I didn't think uh, he was. No, 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 no. It, it was no, good, no. though. It was good. He had, he had it was, good it was positive. Yeah, it was positive. He had good moments. I think I think we saw his raw ability, but then we he got into the final third and it was a bit hit and miss, and that's just because of the lack of fitness in my opinion. That's because what I don't want. I want him. I want him. He better be refined. Like I don't want this raw yeah. guy that. I don't yeah. think he's refined. From what I've seen, I have not he's seen not him looking, refined. No, I not think, from what do, I've seen. Do you know? Do you know? I'll be honest. I think we have an early Marnie on our hands. Where yeah. you know how Marnie was very dangerous, but the final first sometimes he would just do something a bit wild or unpredictable. Yeah, unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. that's Some... not what it said on the tin when we bought him, man. That's not what it said on the tin. <laughs> I think but, it is what I think <laughs> it is what they said on the tin. I'm not gonna lie. He's raw. No, that's not what it said on the YouTube videos. That I was watching. He's <laughs> putting it bins every time. I don't have time for this. Yeah, no, I fully heard that. I think if he gets fit, he will, he will be he will he will get to that because the little the little stuff we will see when he came on, like the little flicks, the nutmegs, like yeah, I think that stuff is important. Like not even in the sense that like it looks good, but being able to just have a bit of sauce about it to be able to beat players like that is what we need. I, we don't have a one v one guy like so. If he can do that, just to because when he made my man better me he was already at their back line literally he was attacking them straight on and we don't have a player that could do something like that so I think it's important that we have a player like Pepe even if he's not getting me the goals and assists I don't care as long as he's an outlet and we win games that's what I wanted Pepe here for I needed him to be a problem for defenders I needed defenders to be thinking about how they're going to stop him if a Bambi and Lacazette still score the goals I don't give a damn as long as we win games I just needed an outlet that's just it so, like, he, like, like what uh, Traore did today when he came on, like just a player that's gonna just cause some mayhem, cause some confusion, yeah, like chaos. Yeah. Like we need that, yeah. we need that chaos. And I think, I think when Pepe did come on, it allowed us to be able to regain the lead. It, it caused a problem. Yeah. It did cause a problem. I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy with what I'm kind of seeing from Arsenal at the moment because I think what we need to realize is a lot of these players who are going to be playing first team minutes and stuff like that. They didn't. They either came back late from preseason, or they were new signings. So the team, like the team, hasn't properly gelled yet, and the team we haven't. They haven't hit their peaks. So I feel like mm. in a month or so, we should be seeing a better Arsenal. Mm. And like, I, agree I'm, I and I, I do. I think going forward, I think for the Liverpool game, if he's fit, I think Torreira needs to start because I think like Torreira, like even I think like Torreira and Ceballos could be a good pairing because they're both very press resistant. They can both like dribble themselves out of pressure and like win fouls mm. and obviously that like, Torreira he's from what I've seen so far he's, a, he's, a, he's an alright passer not great but obviously that's not his really his main kind of things is his ability to win the ball back and dribbling and dribbling out of pressure mm. so oh. having him next to Ceballos could be could allow us to play Ozil as like a 10 or something like that no nope I'll never see that guy again he's done that's it I, uh, Loki, I can't lie do you know what it's nah, it's crazy I was going to say Urz will be a perfect squad player like yeah yeah yeah. come in every now and then put a bit no, of you guys there. are losing it man <laughs> I think, you know, I think you know it's what? a loss I think that's a loss the reason why I don't think that is because someone like with Urzul he's I feel like no matter how much he kind of deteriorates although he kind of lost it a bit last season yeah. he, his final born his passing is something he'd always have yeah. So I feel like so I feel like having someone like yeah. Sabayos who can create from deep 
and is he looks like he's willing to put in a shift and defend. And having Torreira, who is kind of a specialist in that area, that kind of that that could actually allow um, Özil to play as the ten and not have that big of a creative burden. And, and him having the ball too, in that final third—that's too like, that's too passive. That midfield that that will be bulldozed like by a Tottenham, for example, or a, whoever. That's too paperweight, man. You couldn't pan that midfield. That's true. The boys put in a shift against Burnley. All, all three midfielders they put in a shift. No, but like I don't, I don't agree. I disagree. I think having Ozil in this team now, we're, we're best set up to see us to be able to hurt the, um, other teams having Ozil in our team. Now. Let me ask how how would you set up with Ozil in the side? Like, where, what kind of formation would you play? How would it work? Uh, that's that's where it gets techy for me because I've been trying to rack my brains, and I know that the only way to fit him is a four-two-three-one, and I don't want us to play that. So, yeah, yeah, same. So it's it's tough, it's tough, and I don't believe Ozil can but play something mid to play we a three. Well. We shouldn't what, what? be trying to accommodate a team for somebody that doesn't even like. He's pulled a sickie again this week. Like, that's what he's about. So to to be fair, yeah, like at this in only in this circumstance, I do not get where he's coming from. But I, I'm giving Ozil a pass because the whole like obviously it's something that we we don't actually deep seriously this whole like security issue thing and, and stuff like that like it's, it's actually it's, it's actually like a, a real thing that I can, I can I can understand why why he's been out of the team and stuff like that obviously last season stuff the sickies the away games I understand that but in this situation I think I feel like when we actually deep it like how how it can be for a person like it's actually serious like how can you be how can you be not I don't know if he, I don't want to say scared but how can you be fearful how can they be like legitimate Security concerns about you coming to co- come and do your job. Like that's that's yeah, actually quite a big thing. Yeah, that's, that's not. On, like, I agree with that. That's so, not so, I, so I do. I do kind of give him a pass for that. I had a question I want to ask you guys. Yeah. So Burnley came and they stuck it on us. Like they really did. They they had. I can't remember how many shots, but I think they outshot us in the match. They had more shots than us. Yeah. That that shouldn't. That should not be the case. Like we're the home side. We had a lot of possessions, so I don't even see how. Do you know what I do see how? Because every time they got the ball. We were very like passive and and slow of it, but whenever they got the ball, they just went at us. So, my question was, yeah, how do we stop that? How do we give up less chances? Because a lot of Arsenal's problems is the reason we can see so much is because teams like they always get chances. So, in that shape that we were playing, what should we have done better defensively in order to what? have? Go on. Do you know? I feel like in this situation. It's kind of not an anomaly, but like it's kind of an anomaly. I don't in the think sense it is. Like, okay, I don't not, think not, not an anomaly, anomaly, but I feel like the way the way Burnley played, the way it seems that Emery, especially based on the Newcastle game, the way Emery has planned to kind of stop that, that plays into Newcastle um, into a team like Burnley's hands. Because obviously we saw at Newcastle how we were very compact and every like packed their middle and stuff like that. But for a team like Burnley. That's what they want because they they like they like putting crosses in. So because okay, fair, so okay. On, on on that point, on that point, yeah. City, City play a compact style, but they find there's no way City are giving up that many chances against Burnley. So you can still play compact and not give up as many chances. What adjustments do we need to but make? Then, but then you can put that on City's midfield, like the midfield, the midfield that we played. While they were good and they were energetic and stuff like that. They weren't the best that I feel like. Maybe it's maybe like you're right about Xhaka being pressed, 
But I feel like maybe if we played someone, um, or a player, who, someone like Jacky, who likes to have the ball, who likes to have the ball more and like likes to distribute more, that wouldn't have happened. So like City, they play very compact because they've got guys like Rodri, Fernandinho before KDB, De Bruyne, guys that they like their midfield holds the ball like. Burnley don't get a lot of the possession. Whereas well, I can't say Hart, that we like, turn. I don't think we turn over the ball that that it wasn't that bad for turnovers. It it's just bad, whenever like, they were in possession, they were going at us. How do we stop that defensively? What do we need to do to give up less chances? That's my question. I, I feel like I feel like the only thing that we should have done more in that game is close them down more when they got. So we should press press that, more, press better. Yeah, because the thing is with with Burnley, we know that they want to put crosses and they, they, we know that they want to go wide so Emery should have been like okay yeah you can do the whole compact thing but also try or just say you know what for this game not do the compact thing and just try to close them down on the wings more because that's, that, plays in, that plays into their hands but I do feel like if we were to play like another team I don't think we would have they would have they would have created more shots than us because unless they decided that okay they've closed the middle let's just put crosses in the box for the past two seasons, Arsenal's conceded, I think, over 100 goals. Is that correct? Over 100 goals? Yeah, is that not correct? Or we close to 100 goals? 100 goals. That makes sense, actually. We conceded 50 goals a season, so yeah. Yeah, so like, clearly it's a problem. So like, yeah, Steve Gibbs, try chipping here. Like, what what do we need to do defensively to get better? What, what does Emery need to do? Because I've been trying to think about it, and honestly... I, I'm not going to lie I don't really know so I just want to hear you guys' thoughts on it should I go first? Huh? yeah go on yeah no I feel like a lot a lot of our goals come from unforced errors so just plain stupidity like it comes out of nowhere literally like for example I can think of Wolves at home last season where Jacker just gives a blind pass into midfield and then Wolves go and score or right in a way last season where I can't remember what happened on the halfway line but Brian Stryker just ran through on goal Leno came out and then they scored Southampton away last season where Leno decides that he wants to try and claim the ball when it just weren't on we could mm. see the, we could see the three, same goal three times I think they were all headers <laughs> um, what else can I think of was it you? No, that was the season before. Just, just playing stupid errors that just come from even Maitland Niles in pre-season. Stupid goal, own goal. It just puts into the the back. But of it's it. not. I, I get, I get that. I do understand that. A lot of it is individual errors. However, individual errors should not be that costly every single time. But it is for us. It literally is for us. I feel like it is for us. I look at things and I think, oh my god, how has that just happened? And then we score. Like they score. Sorry. We just concede stupid chances. Okay, but okay, the person that was different, Xhaka wasn't on the pitch, Mustafi wasn't on the pitch. Mm. We still gave away a lot of chances. Why? What I, is wrong? Based on this game, I felt as though there were too many crosses coming into the box. Way too many. Like Maitland Niles, I know he's lackadaisical, mm. but he has to do better in terms of closing down crosses. Monreal, the same. And I feel like if if they are trying to cross, I like that McNeil, the left winger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a good delivery on him. So, like, try and double up and stop the ball coming into the box. But they okay. seem relaxed and thought, okay, yeah, right. it's just let's let it go into the box and deal, let them deal with it. But no, like, so Nelson and Aubameyang should have helped more. I think so. I think so. But okay, obviously yeah. that's not Aubameyang's game. Nelson, yeah. I don't really know what he's like defensively. So, okay, all right. But yeah, each game is different, and every team poses different threats. 
it's the game on uh, on Saturday night that scares me because boy, the way Liverpool can be if if Burnley are crossing and doing that to us yeah <laughs> well it's the movement that terrifies me it's the movement of these guys it's scary honestly but let's see I think I think for Liverpool we have to play we have to we have to play for the back we have to I'm, I'm, I can't I can't have Maitland now as I right back against um, Mane I'm sorry that's not on so <laughs> That's, that's not on so we have to play Fred the back we play we play you well against we Salah play. though huh you don't well against Salah though when he played left back when was this when we lost 5-1 <laughs> oh. no there was the, it was the 2-2 2-2 two, two. <laughs> two, 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 at the Emirates remember when 1-1 um, 1-1 one, one. One, one, one. oh okay no 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 it wasn't 1-1 one, one. it was the 2-2 two, two. it was two seasons ago when they in a purple kid yeah, remember when we done the madness in like two minutes or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, three. Oh, okay. Okay, three, three. Um, yeah, that's two seasons ago. Have you seen the way Maitland has been descending this season? Yeah. He's going going forward. He's really good, so I don't mind him being our win back. But as a right back, it's that's the one. So we we have to play three at the back. We actually have to. If I see a, if I see a back four, we've lost the game already, in my opinion. I want to see David Luiz. I want to see Socrates, and I want to see um. Oh, do I play Chambers or do I play Monreal on that back three? Chambers. I can't lie, play play Chambers. No, I play Monreal, man. Chambers. This is the type of game I get. Remember the remember the opening day against Liverpool when it was him and Holden. Oh, that was mad to see them. I can't lie, when does man, man? I can't lie, like <laughs> this Chambers thing. I, I can't. Chambers is too. Fam. I said it's too passive. People like playing against Liverpool, they will eat him alive. Oh my days! I can't. You can't play Chambers against Liverpool, man. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. So we go with Monreal then, and we have to put Kalasinac left wing back. Yeah. And then in the midfield, we go with a midfield two of um, um, Torreira and Sabeos. Or, huh? or you want to do triple drown at Anfield? <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you know why? Okay. Do you know why? Do you know why? It can't be too defensive, man, because we'll just invite pressure for the whole nine minutes. Uh, like if the back three, uh, for me, I feel like the back five will be enough in it, and then we have to put a bit of sauce up there, up there, like because we're just gonna hold heat. So yeah, I would play. I I, I don't even want to play this game. Like, I'm thinking about it. I don't want to play this game. And I can't believe it. Emery said that. But he's, he I makes can't me said, sick. Apparently, he said it jokingly, but even that, you shouldn't. Don't say that, man. Don't even say it jokingly. I want to see the interview. I want to see. The yeah, because like, what what, but, um, what I thought. From the quotes I saw, they like people who who are more like not non media. They was like he said it in a joking way, but yeah. you know how the media are. They're just gonna gonna run. Oh yeah, Emery said we don't want to play Liverpool, but at the same time, don't say it, man. It's just, if we get a result, yeah, against them and Tottenham, I believe you want four points. I do believe. Believe what? If if we get, if we get a result against them and Tottenham, yeah, I believe. I believe. That's. I'll leave it at that. Believe what? I'll leave it at that. And then if it happens, I'll explain. Right now, I'm not explaining shit. <laughs> so that I can get come. Can you imagine if we get six points, Little Point Tottenham? Oh, man. We so. still wouldn't do anything other than top four. That's all so, I care about. That's all I want. That's yeah, all I care. So. I don't care about the league because we're not going to win that. So You do, you do care about the league. Nah, you never know, know man. That's the league. League. Nobody's winning the league whilst yeah. Pep and City are here. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I'll play, I'll play Torreira and my man. Sabayos and I play the front three of Pepe Lacan about me and we just go from there but we have to play 
five at the back. We have to. If we if we play back four, forget it. Just forget about it. What are you guys' expectations in the match? What what's a good result? A draw? One one. Yeah. I want four points. I I think of course I'd love six points, but I'd really have think we've got four points at home. Yeah, we've got to be I want spurs. I want four points. Fam, even even if we had them away, you want four points. I and honestly you're top, want top, top six. I want a really good perform. I want a good away day performance. Like, of course, I want the result, but I'm not even going to be too angry if we were to lose like two one. But we performed really well. I know that sounds sad, but it's like I need to see growth from this team. I need to see, yeah. because I don't want to be seeing us concede thirty shots. They're hitting <laughs> the bar, crossbar, everything. It's just not going in, but we somehow manage to draw. That's not going to encourage me. Like, of course, the result will be nice, but I just know that the next time we go up there or when we play C, we'll take mm. ten. So. I want to see. I want to see a discipline. I won't put anything. Part we took eight in it, so I want to see a disciplined, disciplined performance. Like I want to see us be rigid. I want us to be closing down. I want it to be half of them to five from chances, stuff like that. And if we if we do lose two one because of wonder strikes or something like that, I'll take it. We move. At least I can see that we're not giving up easy chances. But I don't want a poor performance, man. I'm sorry, I can't accept that. You think Aubameyang turns up? No. You don't expect him to turn up? No. I don't expect him to. And if he gets a chance and he'll get one chance, I don't think he'll take it. Yeah, um, I agree. I don't trust him, so... Um, let's see. Yeah. I, I hope he makes me eat my words, but I do, when he, when it's cold and it's night time, he doesn't like... You don't fancy it. You don't fancy I it. I don't think that. it's going to be cold at night time next week. Right, quickly, uh, kids, you mentioned us taking eight. And I thought about that game. I just thought about it today. Obviously, Robin Van Persie... He played, he scored a goal penalty. And then he went and joined Man United. <laughs> he went and joined Man United. Did you not score a penalty in that game? No, in 82? No, he missed one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so, yeah, anyway. So, he went and joined Man United. And, you know, reports have come out recently about his whole decision. And he was talking about how Arsenal didn't offer him a contract. He's and, a dumb liar. He's a damn liar. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? At first, I, I, I started. I, I was a bit sympathetic, and then I think if they shut it down straight away, then I thought, okay, cool. Let me watch it again. Yeah. And he's he's lying through his teeth. I've, how I've, dare he? Yeah. How dare he say, yeah, <clears throat> we didn't offer him a new deal. This actually, is the, actually, this is. Wait, sorry, sorry, kids. To, to preface before you go on, I even think he's probably telling the truth, but it's one of those things where you know when you're being very lit, very literal with it. So it, it could have been a thing where like Arsenal didn't actually offering him a deal because, because he, he said told he them um, yeah because he said I'm exactly. not going to sign so like he's, he's he's basically I'm using quotation quotation marks for the listeners right. yeah he's technically right but in actual fact he's he's not telling the full story yeah. but yeah carry on no but he's he, do you know what it pissed me off when he said Arsenal got tired of him he scored 30 Premier League goals he was the PFA player of the, player of the season and he thinks we're going to turn around and say we're tired of him like we've got options to get the best players it's, in the world it's insulting it's insulting no just don't say anything man because I actually I actually healed I didn't care about him anymore but when he said that and I deep to his line it pissed me off it's insulting mm. I think it's it's so insulting like I, I get Steve's like Steve's point is um, it's business trust me I get it I, yeah, 100% I'm, get I'm it, like, it this is football this is football like you have to do what's best for yourself. You have to do what's best for your interests. If that was best, to be honest, it was the best move for him. He went there, he won the Premier League. Fine, that's calm. But why are you talking? Like, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. And he's, he was lying. Do you know what it was? Oh, I didn't like the way, like, he, he was stuttering and 
he didn't that interview wasn't good I don't think like, he didn't answer the questions well yeah he did like James was it Jamie or James or whatever his name is um, the Humphrey guy yeah Jake, Jake, Jake Humphrey Jake. I felt yeah. as though he was almost answering the questions for him because he yeah. knew again answers he wanted mm-hmm. but Van clearly has no remorse about that move which I respect I guess in a way but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he, he, feel I don't about think he would I don't think he would I mean he won the Prem so why do you have any remorse about it but I know that like, the, only, the only thing that annoys me about it thankfully like the majority of Arsenal fans saw through because the thing is everyone everyone remembers every, remember reading the statement on his yeah. website yeah like, so, so everyone remembers but like um Okay. It's, it's insulting. Um, it's just like, it's it's like, it's yeah, honestly, not really, yeah. <laughs> but like, like, yeah, just because, just because, like Jake, Jake Humphrey's putting on like a nice, nice accent, and then they're doing like in the studio, and they're talking about this. Like, like, I don't, I don't like the way people are just lapping it up because, like, it's not. It's just that's that's the only thing. I, that's that's the only thing I didn't like about it. Like, obviously, like I'm taking a lot of stick this week from from the lads about the whole thing, but I'm 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 honestly over it. Like. I, I understood why he'd done it, but just don't, yeah, it's don't lie about it's it. Business. Just don't, it's, like, it's just business. Like, yeah, just don't lie about it. That's it. I, I just thought it was unnecessary to come out and, and be talking about it like that. He, like he said, oh, I didn't say anything for seven years. So then why you asked you like, bro, you didn't have to talk about it. You did not have to talk about it. And if you're going to talk about it, just tell the truth, man. Just be like, oh, you know, you just wanted to go on and do, don't be talking about, oh, we fell out of love with you. What are you talking about? Don't be stupid, man. Um, one, he was ugly. Weren't he captain at the time as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't take us for a fool, man. Come on. Maybe when he was talking about being offered a contract, he was talking about obviously you're meant to get a contract offer two years before your contract expires. So yeah. maybe we left it late. What happened was, yeah, okay, my understanding of what happened was because I, I, obviously I wasn't there, I don't know, is that he sat down with Wenger, sat down with Bazidis and that, and then they had a disagreement in terms of. The um, direction of the club. That's what we were told at the time. So he said he didn't want to sign his extension. So now he's saying that oh we fell out. Get out of it, man. Anyway, I wanted to um, <laughs> I want to discuss Chelsea because obviously Lampard I out. think so. Lampard out. Yeah, I feel like he's getting a lot of stick, but I'm seeing what he's trying. He's to good trying, isn't it? Yeah, he's trying. Like at Old Trafford, I felt as though the first half they were good, and you know if they had more potent players in the final third, I think they could have scored a few goals. Obviously, Abraham hit the post, Emerson did as well. Obviously, the game against Liverpool midweek, they had their chances. Obviously, VAR messed them up, but it was good. It was convincing. Almost won, and then Liverpool again. They go ham in the first twenty minutes, and then. It's almost though they can't sustain that pressure that they put on. And they can't really get a real control of the game because maybe, obviously, 120 minutes take, took out of the midweek. But I don't know, man. I think people just need to chill because I think he's going to do great. You actually? I think, he's, I think he's got the right... He needs to wake up, though. This whole Tammy Abraham thing, is, it's got to stop, man. Oh, yeah, your boy, Gids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could defend him now, <laughs> So, oh wait, first of all, what did you understand of what I was saying? A little backstory, guys, a little backstory. So, early in the week, um, Tammy Abraham, as we saw in the Super Cup, he missed his penalty. So, upon missing the penalty, Steve led the line. You know, he was just like, oh, Tammy Abraham ain't here. He's crap. He's this, he's that. And um, 
Gids disagreed. Gideon disagreed. Gideon said it's been two games. He's seen him for two games, etc., um, etc. Et so yeah, lads, take it away. So basically, what I was saying, what I was initially saying was, I was watching a game in it, watching a game, and then obviously I was, it was unfortunately he missed the penalty, and then Steve just comes in and says, "I've seen enough." <laughs> Tell me, Abraham ain't it? And then. He, re- he he um insinuated he should be sent back to the championship, and I just thought this no, was he said that. He said that. He, he didn't insinuate. It. He said it. He said that. No, no. He, do you know what? He said send him back to the championship. That's those are Let me where he belongs. Where he belongs. Yeah, where okay. he belongs. No, 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 That's what he said. Elaborate on that. That's the truth. Certain guys, white girl, Kevin, not Kevin Phillips. There are a few championships. Michael Chopra, remember him? Yeah. yeah. Some of them guys, they come to the Premier, it's just not for them. They struggle, man. But championship, they net 25 goals guaranteed. Just go in the championship and do your thing there, mate. No, but then... This (laughs) this is where I had the problem because he's a young man. I think he's 21, yeah? Yeah. He's clearly done very well in the championship. Steve, you highlighted on our last episode how well his career goals are in the championship. So he clearly deserves, at the very least the chance to make that step up at Premier League level. So yeah. if he's made that step up and he's only had one start, one substitute appearance at the time you made this claim, that is way too small for you to make that judgment that he should be sent back to the Championship. And that was my issue. Okay, all right. When I said that, I, w- I wasn't being serious. So I've got to be honest. I was not being serious. I don't think he should be sent back to the Championship. But there's no way in hell he should be playing ahead of Mitchie Batchway. I don't know if it's a joke. I don't know if they're falling out. I don't know if Mitchie Bashwai maybe in training has been pants, but there's no way he should be playing ahead of him. And I, can I say one thing? Far the better striker. Can I say one thing? Um, uh, I can't remember who it was in the, in the argument, but someone was saying in the argument that ah, oh, Chelsea they've got a transfer ban, which we understand. They can't bring in players. They have to play their youth, etc. I get that, but they should not be playing their youth at the detriment of what they already have. Bashwai is a good striker. Okay, in I my opinion, that. he's better than Abraham. So why would you just because of play I hear that, but what my, my point is for them, they're in a good back. They can make the best of this transfer ban on this situation. So obviously we know for years how many times like we talk about Chelsea's youth. Finally they've got a chance where like they can they can obviously they still gotta win games and still gotta try and finish as high as possible because they could still get top four. So it's an actual possibility. Yeah, but yeah. they've got players like Mason Mount, um, Tammy Abraham, Pulisic. Obviously they bought Pulisic, but all these other guys for Kaya Tamori, where yeah. they can now they can now say to them, Okay, you know what? We're gonna play you. Like Okay, but gonna, if it, if it. Play, on, on that play. point. On that point, yeah. Play Hudson, play Hudson Adoy because he's a better option than William. Play Loftus Cheek because yeah. But the thing is pro- though, but how, the but thing how is you know you know Hudson Adoy is a better option because you've seen him and he's taking his opportunity. Yeah. Tammy Abraham is hardly getting any opportunities, and the opportunities he's getting it's not going that well right now. But that's yeah. not enough to throw him away. I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm but but the, the thing is, yeah, I'm not even saying I'm not even saying throw him away because of the opportunities. He is not the best option to be playing. So why is he playing? Okay, but how it's, it's, do you know that? The thing is, you don't you don't know. You've seen it. Like, no, literally. you can't. Base okay, it. okay, okay. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Do you think Abraham is better than Bashway as of right now? Probably, as of right now, as of right now, probably not. Probably not. But no. the thing, but but the thing is. He can be better than him. Like literally, this, yeah, this I, is what I'm, I said, not, I'm not like, even like, going to disagree with that. I, I don't I know, disagree I know, with that. But, I know, but literally, what I'm saying is, literally, 
by by them like by them deciding to play them now and from the onset, it's first of all it's a thing where it gives them the players confidence. Okay, they actually believe in me and they're gonna play. Mm-hmm. And then two, it's a thing where like it could literally it could literally take a month or three weeks or six weeks and then they can be like, okay, yeah, he's not as good. And then that's why he's playing. Obviously, okay, another thing that, another that, could thing, de- that could be detrimental. But another thing that um can I ask you? Are, are there not certain players that you see, you can see them play a couple of games and you know, yeah, this this player has that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But, it's yeah, but I don't know that's to everyone. I didn't say it does, but I'm saying there's certain players where you could be like, you see them and you know that, yeah, okay, yeah, this player has yeah, it. But that, yeah, that, that, but that doesn't matter though because that doesn't happen to everyone. So irrespective of that, that's not really a basis to base anything because it can happen to someone and it can also not happen to someone. So... I don't know. I don't know what where that where you mean I, by that. I don't. I don't. I, I don't imagine. I don't think Frank Lampard is going to stick with Tammy Abraham. Honestly, I don't think he will. Do you know what? If, if Frank oh, Lampard don't, doesn't want to, that is fine. But I think I, I understood as to why he was playing him because yeah. at the end of the day, he's got a situation where he needs to be able to build something now. He ain't got any. He ain't got the chance to buy players. He wants to give the youth a chance. The youth know that this is their best chance. He wants to instill some confidence in them. We know confidence is a big part of football. If he has confidence and he starts licking in goals, he could actually become a decent striker. So I understood as to why Tammy Abraham was playing. I don't even care about the Donny like that. I don't give a damn about him, but I think he's, he just deserves a chance. That's it, because we don't get enough of these youth players getting a chance at the top, top level. That's just it. And plus, you know, and plus, as for someone like Mason Mount, I have no qualms about that because he looks like a player. He's showing the quality. He's showing not playing because of Mason Mount because Mason Mount looks like he can play for Chelsea. I don't see it with Abraham. I don't see it with him. And you would have... You okay, no, let me know. Right. And you know what? I think Frank Lampard has made a mistake of just throwing him in there. I think he's just phased him in. Like, just give him like... That's another thing. I don't think he should have like, just... <sighs> wait, let's see anyway. Like you said, give him time. Personally, if, if I'm Frank Lampard, Jury starts week in, week out. Because he, he offers more. In, um, every week for me. No, 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 no. He's not better than Jury. Why so not even do that? I wasn't impressed with I him at Palace. It. I don't get it. He went Dorman as well. Is that Dorman to you? He went, he went, he went, he didn't have a good, he didn't have a good last season, so. That's why, yeah. I don't, I don't know, like, he, I don't think he's bad, but I don't think he's, like, great. Like, he's just... For, okay, I think for me, especially with the fun, like with the fundamentals of, like, what a striker should be doing, I don't think he's that great. Like, great, like he's not... He doesn't make great runs. His hold-up plays okay. Like, his link-up... Everything, every, everything about him just says okay, so, like, it can be good. But I don't... I, I don't know, man. Like, well, you, I'd, 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 but based on what you see of Abraham, you think, yeah, like, he could I'd, be... I'd, it's, no. it's two games in. I'm, it's it's literally two games. I'm literally. I said I said this to you before. Like literally next month, I could be. A, I, I could be agreeing with you. I could say, yeah, you're absolutely right. But you I just feel like I think it's because I've seen Abraham play. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's because you, probably because you've seen him play. But I feel like at least just give him, give him, give him another run of games. See how he does. So you know, so you know what he's ceiling. It's like obviously you, you think you know he's ceiling, and maybe I don't maybe, even maybe, disagree with what you're saying. If it, I don't disagree with what you're saying at all. But if there's better options there, why are you doing that? Why not play him in in lesser kind of games to phase him in? They don't. They don't. They don't have lesser. Phasing him is hard. Start to like, starting against Man United away from home, first game of the season when Giroud was there. It's a big statement to him. Giroud was there, you know. Mm. You need to win games. 
that's the most important thing here. Like we're all saying, Fendi is that, dead youth, but he has to win games. But to be fair, he didn't even play, he didn't even play that bad in that in the, in the game. No, he didn't. Like, I just he think he's just like, his death. No, but if he scores that shot though, that the whole narrative is changed. If some butts, kids, you you no, literally say it all the no, time. But, if some butts, but he no, didn't but, score. But that, that, but that's not football's not just about oh he didn't score so it's a poor game or he didn't score so it's a good game. I'm no, just saying what I, you say. You say when no, I say it's some bus, I don't ever use it in this scenario though because in this scenario that doesn't make sense. I'm not gonna judge him just based on the ball hitting the post and not going in the net. If it goes in the net, I know this narrative is different. But and he that's didn't for score. Me, but that that that's dumb though. That's dumb to just judge it on that because he didn't score. It's a poor game or like what? But no one said that though. I didn't say he had a poor game. Yeah, I just don't I'm... think he should be starting for Chelsea. That's yeah. it. That's what that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's waffle, man. <laughs> so you think he should be starting? I think I understand why Lampard starting him. Personally, I said I'll start Giroud in, ahead of him, but I understand why. Like I feel like you guys are moving as if t- that what Lampard's doing is ludicrous, and I don't agree with that. I think it's ludicrous that Bashwai is not even in the squad. Like that's mad to me. To be fair, like with, with the whole thing of him being in the squad, it could that that that's I think that's something that maybe we don't know about. Like maybe maybe he's like they're trying to sell him just someone we don't like we don't know. Maybe like you said, maybe he's falling out with them or something. I don't know. But like you guys said, we have to wait and see if the Lampard sticks with him. The seeing it. But um, as for the game yesterday, did you guys watch it? What game? Chelsea Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, I watched the What did you make of Chelsea? Well, what did you make of the performance overall of each team? I think you you already you already mentioned it. I think you got spot on. I think they can't make, maintain them their intensity for the whole of the night because they start very well like they did at Old Trafford. And um they don't kill the game. They don't have to kill like there's no killer instinct. And it's actually because they don't have a killer player. There's no hazard, there's no Diego Costa, there's none of that. So if they yeah, had a player like that with the pressure that they were showing, they would have been 3-0 up, literally, in that first half because they were really, really giving it to Leicester. And then Leicester just screamed to the game in the second half. Madison started pulling the strings. And then he should have won the game for them. He's blasting it, blasting it at their fans. I don't know what he's doing because he's normally a, a calm and collective player. Vardy was getting in behind, having chances. Um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look good for Chelsea. Defensively, I think they're getting caught out. I was even asking the question, do you think they miss Louise? Because defensively, they don't look good enough to me. And I don't think Zuma and Christensen have had... Yeah, when Rudiger comes back. Yeah, when comes back. Oh, yeah, my man's there, isn't it? Fair. To me, it's like, with Chelsea, their problem is similar to what I feel like United's problem is, but it's just like United are a lot better defensively. Like, after they scored that goal, after they scored that goal, yeah, they had a couple of chances, but you don't really like, like Gid said, they don't have that game winner. They, you don't, they don't really have that person that you know, okay. You don't think you think, have yeah. game winners? They, okay, not that they, okay, theirs is a bit different, but I do think they have game winners, but I just don't feel like, I don't feel like Rashford and Martial, and I think it's fair to, it's, I think it's fair to say that I don't think they've shown so far yet in their careers that they're, they can be like consistent goal scorers. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. this season it can change now that it, the onus is on them but like yeah. it's well, like when, when you look at like when you look at the other three top six teams like with City, Arsenal and Spurs you kind of know that okay like if anything you, you've got guys like Sterling, Aguero, Aubameyang, Lacazette on his day, Kane, you, Son like you know like they can they can that, that, that when you need a goal you can actually kind of rely you can rely on them like not they're not going to get the goal every time but the majority of the time you can rely on them to get the goal 
But with United and Chelsea, I just don't, I just don't really see that. Like with, with them, like once they, once they, they've got the quality to score one goal. But unless like maybe the team is just the team they're facing is there's a lapse or something. I just don't see them like killing off games. So that's why I don't think that like, both of them will get top four, in my opinion. So quick question back to the Abraham thing. When you guys saw Sonogo playing for Arsenal, what were you thinking? Like, were you thinking, all right, first game, you know, he struggled, but let's give it like five or six games to see what he's about. With Sonogo, he he just didn't look like a he didn't look like a good finisher. He done all the other things kind of all right, and he was like, and he had nice physical attributes, but he just didn't look like he, he like he didn't look at he didn't look at a level because he just didn't look like a good finisher in my opinion. He looks a bit raw. Yeah, he looks raw. Yeah, he looked very raw. Yeah. Okay, so with with um, just quickly, so I clar- get this clarified. With Abraham, what do you guys see, or what have you seen so far, where you think, okay, he can build on this to become a, a, a good striker for Chelsea? Uh, from the two games, I, I don't see. I've watched three games of him. I've watched the two this season, and I've watched and I watched the preseason against Barcelona. And what I like about he's got when when a when a player's got the physical attributes, you always want to play them. So he's got he's got the pace. He's got the he seems like he's got a bit of the strength. He can carry the ball a bit, so it's just the, the other. Th- yeah, he can head the ball. So it's just the, it's just the other thing. Like I think he's got that. So now we just need to see if he's got the quality of this level to be able to put the ball in the back of the net consistently, or if not, like be able just to hold up play, like make things happen for his team, make good runs. And I think I just I just need to see more of him before I can decide if he can do that or not. Okay. All right. All right, I'll, I'll keep a lookout on it and we'll re- revisit this. Do you know what? If if like he, you know, goes on to score what twenty three goals, whatever, I will hold my hand up yeah, and be like, you know what, hundred percent, hold my hand up and be like, you know what, kid, he's amazing. I was wrong, but I don't know, I don't know. <sighs> um, well, that rounds it up, doesn't it? Mm. Coutinho has gone to um to Bayern. Is that confirmed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's signed and he's got number ten shirt and everything. It's a shame. But um, when I when it said um obligation to buy, does it mean they no, have yeah, to? No, I think it's an option. It's not an obligation. Oh, okay, right. So they probably yeah, because yeah, the option the option is like one hundred and twenty five mil. One hundred and ten mil. It's a it's a hundred and something. I think it's, if I remember, it might be one hundred and twenty six. <laughs> that's in euros. <laughs> Jeez, but I, don't, I don't know. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, should we round it up, lads? Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's anything. How, how about the predictions thing? Who, who won that, man? Who got the most right? That's all wet, man. Because I told him before off air that he 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 was winning. <laughs> oh, what is me? You were so wet. You <laughs> <laughs> were so wet. I'll put a picture up on Twitter in it because I can't can't to get up right now. I need to update it as well. Are you saying champ and champ? Yeah, yeah man. Um, my, my champ of the week is going to go to um, Ashley Cole. He announced his retirement from football. I didn't even know he was still playing. But like he announced his retirement from football. And great player. Like I think someone said that he's one, he's one of the few English players that you can say that he was constantly in the top three. He was in discussion for top three players. And he's like 10 years. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. He's had, he's had a great career for retirement. 
And uh, my chump of the week it goes to PSG, man. <laughs> I watched the game yesterday and they shouldn't be. It's like, really deserved the win, but PSG were poor, especially for the quality. They just didn't do, just didn't do anything. So, yeah. Uh, I'll go uh, Champ of the week What's it Pookie That Pookie brother Got a hat trick yeah. Got a hat trick You know Speaks for herself um, Champ of the week Goes to uh, Who's my champ of the week uh, First of all I want to say Pogba But I thought like That's a bit reactionary Because obviously Mr. Penn um, So I'll give it to Huh Mason Greenwood, did you say? I don't know, he's had a stinker this week, man. I can't think. Hey, Steve, you go out. You're steaming good, so I'll think of my chump. It's Ashley Barnes, because he's a fuck. What? He's <laughs> <laughs> just not a nice footballer. I don't like watching him play. I don't, I don't like, like him. Lost Steve, man. Just a fuck. Anyway. one back of the net. Oh, Alisson. No, I keep saying Alisson. Adrian. Yeah. He's champ of the week. He's champ of the week. Um, my champ of the week is, um, yeah, what's that Spanish keeper's name for Arsenal? Ceballos. Yeah, sorry, Ceballos. Yeah, good debut. Got a standing the Best center mid in the league. Man yeah. said that Spanish guy. About that, mate. But yeah, he had a great debut. A round of applause for him. Fantastic. More the same, please. And my chump of the week is Lukaku. Why? Yeah, this, did you see that picture you posted? Yeah. Well, it's good, good for a fat boy or something yeah, like that. Yeah, good for a well, like, What are you doing? Yeah, everyone's getting on to him, isn't it? 104 kg. Yeah, why, why, why are you getting rattled? Who? Why, why is he getting rattled? Why is he exactly. responding? You know you're not a fat boy. You know you're in good shape. You, you Just start your career nice. To be fair, he knows he's not in shape because apparently Inter told him to be under 100 kg and he's not. So, but apparently that's part of Conte's training regime. Like he said, he yeah. wants him under a certain weight, which yeah, is for Conte, Con, Conte strict of it. I remember um, my boy when he was at Chelsea telling me that Conte cut out a lot of things that they could eat, a lot of their training, no pizzas, no family out. Conte's very, very strict of it. Oh, man. Yeah. Kids? Yeah. Um, my champ of the week is Kevin De Bruyne. Um, two assists on the weekend, and my champ, my champ of the week is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It started. Why? It started. You have. You you can't. If if what if I said is true, and he said he has two penalty takers. <laughs> And he's not making it clear as to who the penny takers. I think that's incompetent. I just think that's stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't rate that as management at all. You've got to let the man know who picks up the ball and takes it. And then they, you've, it's cost you two points. So, I'm a chump. Can I give that? I don't know, man. I think that's harsh, man. Yeah, it's harsh, but I'm here for it. I don't think Oli knows. Honestly, I don't think he knows. I think he just <laughs> did not even tell them. And I think when Pogba said he's going to take it, yeah, must have looked over Oli. Oli was just, just like, he just doesn't know, innit? So Pogba just said, yeah, let me take it. He's so funny. Like, boy, <laughs> the match here, they'll ask him, oh, like, oh, what, what do you think Daniel James could bring to the lineup? And he was like, yeah, 
I think he'll bring his pace. Add <laughs> <laughs> his, uh, his, his attributes. And I was just looking at him and he just had no idea. thinking, what else has he got to his game? Thankfully, the journalist came like came through and just moved on. For this guy, how is he manager at United? Honestly. Man, Daniel James, man. That's the Welsh P.O. Walcott right there, man. Nah, he's worse than Respect, respect, please. Respect. <laughs> Walcott at least got 100 goals. Exactly, like... Anyway, thank you all for listening, for tuning in. Episode 9900 is coming soon. Got something special in store for you. That's all we're going to say. So, um, on that note, God bless and take care. Have a good week. Cheers for listening, people. Take care. Yeah, baby.